Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Starr, a 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Ohio State and the college football playoff are finding new and creative ways to fuck IU out of the Fiesta Bowl. Welcome to the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg, and you can follow me on Twitter at Bragley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y, and I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? What's up, man? Uh, excited to talk some IU football. We, we had some good news. We had some bad news since we, since we last talked. I'm, I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know how much actual IU football we're going to talk because we haven't played in like six weeks, but we'll uh, touch a little bit of base on that one. Uh, no game again because of the COVID. Um, I saw on Twitter, though, or not Twitter, Instagram, that we had some guys out at uh, practice today. Not out, out, but like going out to practice. Um, so that's no, good we are not saying they're out at Kilroy's. We are not saying they're out partying. No, out practicing working on their ethics i at least they had practice jerseys on i didn't see them on the field and you know who else was on that video samson james was on that video no no jersey on but he was there well that's good remember, news. remember when he just single-handedly wrecked purdue god that was fucking awesome yeah and then i don't know what happened then we got run over by xander whore bath or bath or whatever dollar store mike allstott whatever it is but either way okay so we don't have a game so we have nothing to talk about as far as a game goes for us. What we can talk about, and as the intro touched on, we can talk about how Ohio State is going to fuck us up and make us miss the Fiesta Bowl because they're going to get no game this week. But we'll see. We're still hanging in the balance. It's just a rumor. Just rumors. Um, they're supposed to play Ohio State. They're 20 and a half. Actually, I think it went down to 20 already point favorites uh i think it's going to be blowout city either way hammering oh just yeah. i'm absolutely hammering oh in this game definitely poor peyton poor peyton ramsey is just not going to have any time to throw the ball actually i don't know if he has anybody to throw it to anyway it because i can never be stick to your your outlines and because what you know one of my other podcasts covered it uh last week who are the worst fans in the big 10 Like the worst, like the worst people or the worst yeah. fans? Because the worst fans, let's be real. I mean, we're probably like worst fans. We're probably towards the bottom, but we're, we're climbing. But worst people, Michigan people are cool. Michigan State. Don't tell my wife annoying. that. She almost fought a 16-year-old. They're okay. Yeah, uh, well, other than the 16-year-old Michigan fans, they're pretty cool. Um, yeah, Ohio State fans suck, man. But Nebraska the fans worst. suck. Nebraska fans are bad, too. Have you ever I mean, met a Nebraska fan that is not in Nebraska? Like, they were here? See, I also feel bad for Nebraska because it's all they got, right? Like... In, in my mind, like, they should be that invested because if they don't have Nebraska football, they basically have nothing. So nothing. Like the Utah Jazz or something or the Kansas City Royal. I don't even – I literally don't know any of the sports that are The Oklahoma them. City Thunder. Yeah, I, I have no oh, idea. Shit. So I, I, I give a pass to, to Nebraska because they, they can be obnoxious. 
Ohio State, I hate because their fans are just horrible. Like, I actually respect the players in that program. The, the, the amount of talent they churn out is, is impressive for a Northern school. But I hate Ohio State. I mean, that OH chant has to be the worst chant in the world. Don't do it. Don't. I'm not do going to I'll, I'll shut it off. I'll turn the pod <laughs> off and we'll be done. Quickest pod ever. Uh, yeah, I, just, I just wanted to set, you know, just take a little bit step to the side and say, while we both think Ohio State's going to win by a million, doesn't mean it, it, we can still hate them and think they're going to win and be a really good team. I, yeah. Actually, yeah. Like, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but yeah, like what you're saying, the players, they're fine. Whatever. We can, we can cheer for the players in this game and we'll talk about why here in just a second, but. I mean, I don't want their fan base to have any joy. I hope that they go straight into the college football playoff and then just get totally wrecked. Although we did kind of touch base on that. We think they're going to play Clemson. Should be a good game. But if they lose by two or three touchdowns, that's fine. That's fine with me. But um, let's go back to the fan base for just a second. Let's just just look at this. I want that to happen because that means IU should have been there. That's true. Well, let's, let's look at this real quick. I'm going to ask you a totally unbiased question for you. Sure. For me, as an outsider, a fan of neither one of these two teams I'm about to say, if I were to put the Ohio State fan base into, let's say, an NFL fan base and compare the two, I'm probably going to say that they're pretty comparable to a Steelers fan base, if I'm not. If I'm not too far off, what that are your Venn, thoughts on that? That Venn diagram is not far off. Um, Except you guys, yeah. you guys throw around your uh, little pea-soaked white towels or whatever Terrible those ties. are. Yeah. Terrible ties. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that's very comparable. I think I think both teams have a rich history. I think both both fan bases are entitled. I think I think there's a lo- a lot of white trash associated with both fan bases. Uh, no, you're not wrong there. Um, but still fuck Ohio state. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I just want to catch you there for just a second, but let's get back you're to this not game wrong. real not quick. Wrong. We're not going to spend too much time on, on these game previews. We're going to touch a little bit on a couple of the other championship games, but, uh, this game, we need Ohio state to win. We don't need them to win by big. They can win by one for all I care. It doesn't matter. Um, if they win, pretty much sets up what we'll touch later. We'll, we'll get there. It doesn't matter. Either way, we need Ohio State to win this game. Let's look at some other games that have a little bit to do with some implications with uh, IU in general. The Big 12 championship uh, has a lot, a lot on the line, I think, if you believe some of the people out there. Oklahoma, six-point favorite, called six, uh, versus the overrated, like, hell, Ohio, Iowa State Cyclones. Um, what do you think about this game? Oh my God! I think Oklahoma's gonna bend them over. Uh, I I don't I I again I think it'll be a fun game. I can't believe the over under is fifty eight. That's an over. I'm absolutely you know slamming any Big Twelve game that's not in the sixties is an automatic win uh, on on my part. So I think Oklahoma covers. I think I think the game goes in the over, and I think Iowa State drops out of the top ten where they should have never been in the first place. Yeah, that puts them at three losses. Uh, last game, they played 30-37. They won. I think it was a last-second winner, pretty close to a last-second winner to win. Um, I'm sitting here don't doing care. this on the fly. Don't yeah, care. I don't Oklahoma's going to win. Who cares? Yeah, Oklahoma. Uh, 
old Spencer. We jump. We jump whoever loses anyway. So that, that's that's all that matters there. I mean, this is a this is a, we should. This is a plus for IU, regardless of the outcome. So yeah, yeah. no. The, I, the other big championship game. I don't know when they're playing it. I'm assuming Saturday is uh, believe it or not, the Sun Belt Championship between the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. And Who beat the, Iowa State, mind you. That's right, Oof. by 17. Versus the Coastal Carolina University, who are three-point favorites at home. Um, here's the question of the pod. Is or the Chanticleers the new Boise State Broncos? Oh, man. Dirty Myrtle is nothing like pristine uh, Idaho. So, but I get it. I mean, they're, they're a fun program with a fun field, with fun players that rule social media. Uh, so I, I totally get your comparison, but it's a little too early for that, man. Boise State did some great, great things for a long time. They won some big bowl games. I think that's what Coastal Carolina should shoot for, but I don't think they can even be uttered in the same sentence yet. If um, they win, are they they New Year's Six? They're the um, what do they call it? At no, 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 Cincinnati, Cincinnati, right? Or do they yeah, jump we, Cincinnati if they win? They do not. No, so I I think there's no way they put them in the top ten regardless. Uh, and the only reason I'm saying that is look how they treated IU. I mean, they've treated IU like a, like a redheaded stepchild. Uh, Coastal Carolina must be that, you know, cousin by marriage twice removed. You know, um, there, there's no way they get any credit uh, for, for much, which I think says more about the, the committee than, than anything. But I, I don't, I'm, I'm hoping the Raging Cajuns win. Um, so that helps IU significantly. But I, should I watch this game? Should should the listeners watch this game? I can't say I'm that interested, to be honest. No. I watched him against BYU, and I wasn't that impressed. Uh, I wasn't that impressed with BYU either. Um, I think I would watch it. I mean, if, if you're a big IU football fan, you can watch it for Louisiana, their kicker. Uh, now I'm going to sound really stupid. Uh, what is his name? Um, either way, their kicker is a grad transfer from IU. I will look it up right now. Um, I think that's the only reason you would watch that game. Uh, I mean, that out. game's on at 3.30. Clemson-Notre Dame's on at 4. I will definitely be watching Clemson-Notre Dame at 4 o'clock. So, yeah. It's not going to be a game. I know you guys – I know everybody's going to say, oh, what is he talking about? It's such a game. It's not going to be a game, dude. Where's that game at? Where's it at? ACC Championship? Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, right? Yeah, it, as long as it's not there in front of Touchdown Jesus, it's not going to be a game. <laughs> it is in Charlotte. Uh, th- that game doesn't really have any IU implications. Uh, do you think Tennessee can shock the world with Texas A&M? Fuck Ten- Tennessee, dude. Fuck Tennessee so fucking hard. Good old Rocky Top. We're, we've lost the explicit tag. We already gained that on the very beginning, so it doesn't matter. But fuck Tennessee. It's in um, Knoxville. I'll be rooting for the volunteers. Oh, my God. What is, it I mean, helps it, IU, Michael. It helps IU. So here's, here's the thing. We'll just skip ahead a little bit. There's, 
there's the clearest of clear paths for IU to make the Fiesta Bowl. All we need is Northwestern just fucking lose. So if they lose, we are the Big Ten number one. They have to have a big – the Big Ten has to have somebody in the New Year's Six Bowls, okay? Ohio State's going to make the playoff if they win. It's, that's it. It doesn't matter what happens anywhere else. Um, as much as I'd love to see a good upset, I just – I can't, man. Every time I see the orange anywhere, and my friends are going to laugh at me when, they're, when they listen to this, anytime I see the orange anywhere, anytime I see the T, doesn't matter, I get sick. That game was, and you obviously you were there. Uh, Nate Snyder, by the way, Nate Snyder's a kicker for the Raging Cajuns. Um, you were there. It it's it's the maddest I've ever been hurts. at a sporting event, and it might be the drunk. Like I was also might be the drunkest I've ever been at a sporting event, and the maddest um, I've ever been at a sporting event. One was definitely the cause, and one was definitely the effect. You were that drunk in front of my kid, that <laughs> drunk in front of my child. What kind of an example are you setting? The best example. Be like me. I had a Tennessee hat growing up. Does that make me the worst person? Yes. I also used to wear a, a Florida State hat quite a bit. I don't know if that makes me that bad of a person. Makes you more of a Dunn. front runner. I mean, Florida State was cool when we were little. Yeah, I mean, big Warren Dunn guy. I used to have yeah. a I used to have a black Steve Young jersey too, and a John Elway jersey when the Broncos got their their new jerseys. Yeah, I had those uh, th- too. This is really went off the rails. This is what happens when we don't have IU football. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Nobody listens anyway. We know that. It's oh, man. Our, our, our million fans care so much what we think of Coastal Carolina as the new Boise State. Right. So some, um, other, some other games of note that are non-championship games, they've been canceled. Um, Michigan and Iowa. We were supposed to play Iowa. It, I don't know. I don't, I honestly, I have no idea. I don't care that much to look in to see who's the problem, but I think I was the problem this time around. Um, and then Vanderbilt at Georgia, Vandy stood no chance. Um, but Georgia is ranked ahead of IU. So that would have been, um, big for them. Had did, did, you, did you see the, uh, the message board threads of where, uh, Aunt Vandy thinks they can get Tom Allen. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Um, All right, so let's let's do this. Let's just do this now. <laughs> if I see another plane flight map of somebody flying from Auburn, Alabama, to Bloomington, Indiana, not the other way around. It's just from Auburn to Bloomington. I'm gonna get sick. We can go ahead and skip ahead real quick to the question. We've got it from uh, a listener, Kyle Mates. You can follow him at Twitter at Kyle underscore mates he asks how will tom allen look in detroit blue next year he thinks that he's going to go to the nfl he's not an nfl coach but that brings me to the auburn thing uh do you think auburn's a real player here the other person speaking of vandy the other college that thinks that they're in play for him and this is laughable is tennessee uh i mean Auburn makes a lot of sense. He, he coached at uh, – he was a D coordinator at, at Ole Miss. He has connections in the Deep South. They, they run a similar defense. They run the exact same defense, I think. Um, it, it, honestly, all the dots are there. I understand people freaking out. This is Tom Allen's dream job. 
I mean, if, if, if you don't think like, again, we've said this and, and maybe I'm going to get my heart broken, but he looks like he is genuinely having the best time of his life. He looks like he doesn't want to be anywhere else. And I truly believe that, that, you know, he was destined to be here and this is, this is his job. So would Auburn be an upgrade on IU? Yes. Is Auburn a top flight job? Yes. Is Tom Allen going to Auburn? No fucking way. So here's the thing. I think they just paid over 20 million. I just looked this up. Um, the other way around. You'll, never mind. I'm just sitting here rambling for just a second. So either way, Auburn, they paid a lot of money. Somewhere in the 20 million range to get out of the what was his name? Gus? Gus Malzahn? Gus, Gus Malzahn. Bus, Gus Malzahn to get out of his contract. To get Tom Allen out of his contract for at IU right now, $27.7 million. This is per the Indy Star this morning. If they wait, I mean, if we waited, which he's going to get the money, December 2022, it dips down to a million. But dudes get about to get paid big time. And if we don't do it, then I'm going to go write Scott Dolson a very sternly worded letter and deliver it straight into his – no, I'm not into his mailbox. That's illegal. But I'll put it on his doorstep or something because you got to pay the man, man. Like whatever we are paying Archie Miller to be m- mediocre, can we just take some of his money and give it to Tom Allen to be amazing like he is? Big Ten coach of the year, by the way. We'll get never mind. We'll get there. Either way, I just want to rip on uh, your Yenzer boy Archie for just a yeah, second. yeah. I'm I'm gonna let that comment go because again, I've said it many times. There's enough uh, IU basketball podcasts. Um, so I'm gonna disagree with you on the money portion. Um, do not underestimate Southern money. Fifty million dollars is absolutely nothing to boosters down there in in Alabama. You mean ESPN? Uh, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Like literally money doesn't matter to the guys down there. So, you know, I saw it all over Twitter and, and other social media, like, Oh, they'll have to pay, you know, it's they're they're already paying 40 some million with, with they'll have to pay five more. That's 50 million, 50 million is nothing. 50 million is a drop in the bucket. When, when you get the boosters Auburn has, that's not the thing. It's not a money thing. It's a loyalty. It is a comfort. It is a, professional thing for Tom Allen and he he loves Indiana he loves Bloomington um and his quote in the press conference today it was either a press conference or an interview I don't, I don't know I haven't achieved all my goals here and I truly believe he has goals here that are higher than what he achieved this year um I'm not going to sit here and say he'll be our coach for the next you know 30 years but I don't he's not gone this year uh, he's not gone next year. Um, all of that is just nonsense. All, all of that is just social media noise, in, in my opinion. It, I mean, it happened last year, but it happened last year on a smaller scale. I can't remember the exact schools, but we were hearing stuff like USF because he had connections down there. Um, it's it's going to happen. This is what, how you know you have a good program and a good coach and an up-and-coming coach and an up-and-coming program because these quote-unquote blue blue bloods, and I don't consider Tennessee to be a blue blood anymore. And No. 
I mean, outside of one year, when was the last time Auburn was legitimately relevant? Legitimately I mean, relevant. Other than yeah, the time no, that I mean, they, they, they won a national championship and that's the crap it. out they, of Purdue last year. They, they, they paid for their national right. championship and, and they'll pay for their next national championship, you know? Yeah. Which is what right, they do now. Let's stop talking about it because it's making me upset and I don't want to be upset. We need to stay up on the up on the, the high beat here. Well, good. Yeah, let's stay positive and talk about stay some Big Ten positive. awards. What Big because Ten awards? You talking about Coach of the Year? You talking about Coach of the Year right now? Is that what I'm talking about? CTA, is... baby, Coach of the Year. First time since Bill Mallory. You bet. I see this is the unanimous thing that I just absolutely love. Um, that just shows how much respect he has. You know, I, I still think, you know, some of the coaches didn't give the respect to, to some of the players at IU. I, I don't know if the the players have, have gotten that much needed respect yet, but it's obvious Tom Allen has. Um, and I think that's just because he's infectious. Uh, it, it, it was much deserved and it won't be his last one. Let me just, I'll, I'll put that on record. It will not be his last big 10 coach of the year. Hot take. I don't know when they come out. Maybe it's after the bowls. Maybe it's after the national championship game. Doesn't matter. If we win, no matter what bowl, whether we're going to the Outback Bowl and we're having blooming onions, or we're in the Fiesta Bowl playing PS5s with our Tostitos, which is where I think we're going to go. But either way, hot take, national coach of the year. National well, coach of the let's, year. Let's name the, some of the others. You know, Saban battling covid um, he, he, he's probably up there. Um, if Brian Kelly can somehow, you know, go undefeated into the national championship game, he, he's, he's probably there. Um, you know, who, who else are we looking at? I mean, probably coastal Carolina or Luke fickle and from Cincinnati, if they go undefeated and then Tom Allen, you know, I, I think all five of those are legitimate options as, as national coach of the year. I it's a hot take to say he'll win it, um, but I think he's at least a finalist, and in my mind, probably second or third right now, um, as things sit today. I think he's first, but I just did. Damn it! This makes me feel bad. I just did a little bit of research on the fly here. Coastal Carolina. Well, no. We were better last year. Coastal Carolina is coming from a five and seven season. But look, I mean, dude, they're playing Troy and Georgia State, Georgia Southern. They had to play App State, but um, since what, 2006? And that little, little number five quarterback or whatever, that bad Michigan team got beat by them by a field goal. Boy, they haven't been that good. I mean, they've been ranked a little bit, but then you know, South Alabama, the fighting Kane Womax are there. The raging Cajuns. That's nothing, dude. That's not Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Illinois, Northwestern. Uh, dude, Purdue. they have losing. They have losing records, man. They have losing records. Didn't you know that? What do you mean? Tom Allen beat beat a bunch of teams with losing records. Oh yeah, that's right. We haven't beat anybody with a winning record. It's been two years. We haven't beat anybody with a winning record. We were up nineteen against one team. Fuck! I just brought it up again. Good but old Rocky Top. We're done. Cancel the pod. All right, back to the fun stuff. Back. Let's let's get back. Let's bring it back. 
All right. So let's go back to the awards. We got Ty Fry. We touched on this last pod. First ever for IU. Uh, all Big Ten. First team. Big Ten wide receiver of the year. He's also a semi-finalist for the Bolitnikoff Award. That is wide receiver. Best wide receiver in the country. I do think that kid from Miami. Uh, not Miami. Alabama is probably going to win it. Six. I don't know his name. Doesn't matter. He's number six. He's really good. I think he's going to win it. Ty Fry still, I don't think he's going to come Did he back win it so, so I swear we're not playing good cop, bad cop. And, and, I, and I swear I'm not just playing devil's advocate. Did he win it because of his game against, uh, his game against Ohio State? Because he's kind of faded off the last two games. So he's the first wide receiver ever in Big Ten history to have two consecutive 200-yard games. I think it's two 200-yard games ever. But then he had two of them in a row against Michigan State and Ohio State. Michigan State's defense isn't as bad as that team is. Michigan State's defense isn't that bad. Um, and then They're going to be really bad. State? I, think, I think Michigan State ends up being dumpster of the Big Ten East. Well, yeah, after they, after they lose whatever talent – stayed around yeah i think it's going to be a little bit of a flip-flop couple years where they're going to have to take a little bit of time to get there um but you're right he fell off a little bit i think he was probably due for a decent game against purdue um but then the games that he fell off are wisconsin and then uh the maryland game and then in the maryland game Penix was bad dude he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn however ty fry did have a couple big drops in that game um he, he never fry, drops the football fry man. fogel had zero drops going into that and i think he just read that online too much yeah. honestly yeah. I, I would tell that to his face not tell him ask him like did you see pff pump that out about you haven't had a drop and your catch rate was this and because all that came out the week before the maryland game and then he couldn't catch like Penix couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, but his receivers were doing him no help in yeah. that Maryland game either. Yeah, I don't know. That game was weird. That game, that dude was just like, that's like one of those days where you wake up and you're like, I'm just going to have a bad day. I'm going to go two for 100, and then I'm going to tear my ACL for like the 18th time. Did you see that picture of him in a wheelchair? with? So my wife is a nurse, backstory for everybody listening. I showed her this picture. Dude's got both – he's in a wheelchair. Dude's got both knees totally wrapped up in, like, some crazy contraption from, like, 2076. And then he's got two whatever things on top. I show this to her. She asks, why does he have two drains on, on each – well, he has two drains total. A drain on each knee. He had a drain on each knee, Brandon. What the – yeah, so I heard that makes sense. I mean, especially someone who's had the injuries he had, you don't want one leg stronger than the other, so you might as well clean them both up at, so you're rehabbing both at the same time. I'm not a doctor. I mean, I have an IU degree, but, you know, fucking speed a later, my degree. Uh, so I, from what I read on the internet, doctors, it's a good move. Um, it's really all, all right, I know. All right, all right. So we went, we went down the Penix Road. Let's go ahead and touch on, on, uh, on them a little bit. Um, let's go back to the offense real quick. Um, we had six and a half all Big Ten teamers. 
I can't wait to hear your half. I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> it's not. It's not the other half of Penix. I promise. So we obviously Ooh, the, the, the one the one first teamer was Ty Fry, and then we had two on the second team, and I was very surprised to see Michael Penix's name there. Um, just see, because I, I was more surprised to see Stevie Scott than I was Michael Penix. Touchdown machine. Touchdown machine. Every time he got that ball inside the five, there was nobody who was going to stop him. Nobody. Whether he was taking it straight wildcat, he was getting it handed off, it doesn't matter. We couldn't block for S for the, him, but inside that goal line or inside the five-yard line, it didn't matter. So third team, uh, we had one and a half. This is where the half comes in. Uh, we had Peyton Hendershot, my boy. I think he was well drafted second day, second day guy. Uh, Peyton Hendershot, and then Peyton Ramsey. There's my half. Uh, Third-team quarterback. Look at that, Pay Ray. And then we had two honorable mentions in uh, Harry Kreider, who I think comes back, and Whopper, who I, who also I think, think comes back. back. And you think comes back as well. So let's listen. I want to list some of the quarterbacks that, you know, got preseason hype. Um, what happened to Tanner Morgan? Who? You know, like. Yeah, what, what what happened to Sean Clifford? Oh, the big red dog. Like, what happened to uh, Martinez at Nebraska? Like, it was funny to see all these uh, preseason Big Ten players with no mention of Michael Penix, no mention of Peyton Ramsey. Like, it was all of these other guys, yet who are two-thirds of the all-Big Ten quarterbacks? Uh, Peyton Ramsey and Michael Penix. Good for Ramsey. Good for Penix. Fuck the anti-Big Ten or anti-IU bias there. Um, it's it's ridiculous. And outside of Stevie, I, I think everything else there on the offense is is well deserved. Yeah. So what I will say, what I will say, in a little bit of defense for the uh, media, is I did see Penix as a top three quarterback in most of the previews that I saw. I saw him behind uh, whatever that kid's name, Tanner, whatever, row the boat from Minnesota. I saw him behind him. Everybody loved that dude. And the reason that they loved him so much was because that dude would just throw the ball up to uh, Bateman, Rashard Bateman, is that his name? Yeah. Um, they would just, just throw it up. And I watched, I watched a couple of their games um, on accident or, or for uh, entertainment purposes only. Um, and the guy's not good, man. No, he sucks. Like, he's not good. He, I feel like he's undersized. I'm just saying this based off of nothing. Um, other, and he has no hair, which is what I just saw. Uh, he's totally bald. He looks like he's uh, not 60, at least 47 years old. And he kind of on, looks on his like... Second marriage, on his second marriage, had a rough go of it. Four kids, three step kids. <laughs> an expensive Christmas. Listen to this. Listen to this. Here are his 2020 stats. 1,214 yards in comparison to how many games? I don't know. I did not do that research. One, two, three, four, five, five games. So that's not bad. That's pretty good. Um, five touchdowns, four interceptions, and a QBR of 68.8. Okay. <laughs> Like, this dude was the second-best quarterback in, in the conference? Com compared to Graham Mertz. Well, let's not compare him to 
Mertz. <laughs> Never mind. Don't compare him to Graham Mertz because he's not good either. <laughs> Let's, I'm uh, pretty sure I've seen this guy help me at a Home Depot. Which, I, I, oh, I that, yeah, dude, that dude, that dude, like, if my buddy Cody were to lose all of his hair, like, literally all over his face, like, on his face and on his head, then he would kind of look like, like Tanner Morgan, and if he gained, like, like, a foot in height. All right, well, let's take a look at, at Michael Penix. He played four and a half games, okay, four and a half games, 1645 in yards, 14 touchdowns, four interceptions. QBR wasn't great because he didn't have great completion percentage. A fifty-six percent completion percentage, not great. But fine, he's a gunslinger, bro. He threw for five hundred yards against Ohio State, or just missed it, four ninety-one. But against the best defense we were going to see all year, four hundred and ninety-one yards, five touchdowns, one interception, compared to the Joker Heisman favorite Justin Fields who threw three. The only three interceptions he threw all year, by the way. Where? How did we get here? How are we all the way to this point now? I thought we were talking. I. This is what you do, Brandon. This is what you do. Let's get back on track. Let's get back. This is this is turning into. I was, I was talking. I was talking about preseason quarterback hype and how at by the end of the season when it matters. Two out of the three were IU guys. That's that's how we got here. I will stick by it. Um, the big you and me know more than the Big Ten writers. Uh, that's that's all we need. Uh, that's really all we need to say about that. Um, let's jump to the defense side of the ball, which uh, was equally, if not more, impressive than the offensive accolades. Definitely. Are you talking about the seven, the record seven all Big Ten honorees, record four first teamers? This defense, first off. No, they didn't deserve more. I'm not going to say that. Jalen Williams was close. But here's the thing, guys. Jalen Williams is not a starter. Jalen Williams is not a starter for this team. Jalen Williams is a slot corner or a little bit of a backup for Reese Taylor. He doesn't start have made every it. game. Reese, Reese should have been at least an honorable mention. He's um, special teams. But Reese – so here's, here's the thing. Nobody could throw against his defense anyway. Let's, let's, let's list them off real quick. Think about this. Cam Jones, how good is he? He's honorable Monster. mention. Honorable mention. And you got Monster, third team. Jalen Williams, second team. First teamers. Well, let's talk about how good of a scout I am real quick because my boy Micah McFadden's on there and my other boy, Jamar Johnson, are on there. You got one guy. You got Jerome Johnson on there who finally made it on there, which that dude has been hustling all four years, five years, however long he's been there. And then Taiwan's on there, of course. Finally. Should have won corner of the year. We'll get there in just a second. I want to hear your take on our uh, all Big Ten honorees. Yeah, so I, I think there's some omissions there. I don't know how CO didn't make honorable mention. Um, I don't know. I don't know how Reese didn't make honorable mention. Uh, I, I, you, you won't find any argument with me on the first teamers. Um, Jalen Williams just made so many plays. B big play Jay, as I, as I call him. Um, he just, again, he gets beat sometimes. You know, sometimes he, he loses himself. I, I don't think he's great fundamentally. I don't know if he has the greatest discipline. Yeah, he got but, beat. He got beat what? Maryland? 
Yeah. Is the Maryland the day the the play after the the next play after Jamar Johnson got ejected. Yeah. So uh, again, sometimes J- Jalen can lose himself, but for a guy that finds the ball like he does, he's totally worth it to have it on the field. Like not many guys can make the play uh, Jalen Williams with. So I love that that was that was rewarded. Monster too. Um, Monster can get get beat a few times. He's he's susceptible to it, but they're opportunistic big play guys. Like give me that than the guys that sit back um, and don't get beat and and just get, get give up chunk plays. Big so play, I have no problem play. with any of those second or third team guys. Um, I think Reese makes it next year. Uh, I think he's a guy that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna write him in in pen, which will be a Big Ten honoree. And I also think Co makes it next year. I think he's on the same trajectory that Jerome Johnson is in. You think um, both corners make it? Both corners make all Big Ten. Uh, haven't we seen that with another defense? Um, of course, Ohio State probably got him in there. You know. That. Yeah, Ohio, yeah, Ohio State had the entire secondary last year. Um, last year's secondary for Ohio State was... Can we talk about Ohio State for just a second? Let me butt in. Sorry. I've cut you off a lot, this pod. Doesn't usually this is an happen. Ohio State podcast. We've talked a lot about OH. Well, this is a bad thing. Don't, don't do the OH thing. Don't do it. All right, here we go. Ready for this. I'm going to read off some stats. Let's play that little game where they play on SportsCenter or whatever, um, where they, like, they have two silhouettes and they put stats up and you, you just pick who's who. You ready for this? Yes. 36 tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, four pass breakups, three interceptions, and a forced fumble. Okay. Okay. 16 tackles, zero, zero, three pass breakups, two interceptions. Which one won Big Ten corner of the year? One or two? It's got to be one, right? I mean, he has more forced turnovers. Here's what he had more. Here's what he had more of. Almost three times the amount of tackles. He had four and a half more tackles for loss. He had three and a half more sacks. He had one more pass breakup. He had one more interception. He had one forced fumble. And he did not allow 218 yards to a single wide receiver. The second one is Sean Wade from Ohio State. He won... Big 10 defensive back of the year. That dude is a fucking clown. And we've talked about him before. The other guy that I named is Taiwan Mullen. But Michael, no one threw at him, so he couldn't get stats. Don't you know the way football works? You can't get stats if nobody throws at you. Come on. You know football better than that. Keep talking for a second, because I'm going to look up Ty Freifogel's fucking targets. Uh, I mean, Wade has the pedigree. He has the NFL body. He he has a year of work ahead of him. I get it. You know, I, I don't I don't agree with it. I think I think if we compare resumes, as you literally just did, Taiwan Mullen has more to show than than Wade does. And I think if Mullen has any sort of year, even if he has you know not as great offensive or defensive stat year. I think he he is like lined up to have it next year. You know, sometimes you have to wait in line. I think the 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 Sean Wade winning it this year was Wade waiting in line for his award. So did you say I'm going to reserve waiting? judgment. Did you say waiting or waiting? Waiting, Wait, waiting. Not, I think you could not, be waiting in line too. I guess. 
Uh, I, I think he's waiting. I think Mullen is waiting for his his spot next year, just like Wade did this year. So, bro, seven catches, two hundred and eighteen yards, and three touchdowns. I texted you during this game. I told you, fuck this Wade guy, because he sat here and he was talking shit to Ty, to Ty Fry the whole time, and this dude off on him dude seven catches 218 yards and three touchdowns against one corner and this same corner is the one that won a big 10 defensive back of the year are you kidding me i don't care what like what else are they supposed to do besides compare resumes that's how you pick your player of the years you look at what they've done over the year as a player and that's what taiwan mullen's done and he deserved to be big 10 player of the year um so all right let's do this let's try to let's just try to wrap this up real quick i don't like to talk about kane womack i know that he he was good for us for a couple years and blah 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 like good for him he's getting a head coaching job but like i don't know like fuck him he's leaving so like i hope him and his three kids and his wife he's my age i think or maybe a couple years older as a head coach like hope he does all right um, I don't see him, a him being a finalist for the Broyles Award yeah. only makes only makes our job more attractive. So I am the uh, I am the biggest Kane Womack fan. Good for him for being a finalist. Good for Tom Allen for being a finalist for Coach of the Year. Props to Ty Fry. I mean, I never thought I would see the day we would have thirteen thirteen all Big Ten players, and I'm not even counting your half. You know, 13 all-conference players is something you get in a video game. That's not something IU does. That's not something a bottom Big Ten team does. That, that, what this shows me is it isn't we're one-star quarterback for being good. We're not one-star running back leading this team. We are for real, and all these players you named, there's someone behind them. You know, you got Miles Marshall behind Ty Fry. You got you got Tuttle or McCulley or Dexter Williams behind Penix. You got a stable of running backs. Um, you know, the, the cornerback and DB room is packed. The linebacker room is packed. I mean, that's what gets me so excited. Like, good for these guys. Totally earned all those awards. But I'm equally as excited as the guys immediately behind them on the depth chart. And that, that just screams that, that we're going to be excited for IU football for many, many years to come. I'm sure you could tell on the Zoom. I was doing a little bit of research in the background as you were talking because I was looking at my boy Micah. I'm thinking, how can this dude not be a Butkus Award finalists semifinal. I don't know where they were before I looked them up. They're down to the final five in the country. He's not one of the final five. How is this dude not in the top five linebackers in the fucking country behind some dude from Missouri, Tulsa, Utah, who's played two games, I think. Notre Dame, of course, and Georgia, of course. But, like, how is Micah McFadden not a top five linebacker in the country? I, you know me, I'm not usually the biased one. I'm not the guy that, I'm the one that has to talk you, like, calm down a little bit, Brandon, you're being too biased. Like, 
That dude is a top five linebacker in the country, dude. By production, there's not there's not a doubt. There there there's absolutely not a doubt. Um, you know when 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 he's playing on Sundays and some of those other guys mentioned aren't, I think that's all that matters. Um, You're right. You're right. I'm just I'm getting selfish. I'm getting selfish. I'm thinking about just individual awards. The Steelers again, again, really need, need an inside need, linebacker. Stop, I cannot, dude. No, no. He'd be I, great right next to Darius Leonard. Great. He'd be even better next to Devin Bush. Who? Um, Who's that? Oh, you know, a, a player just as good as Darius Leonard. Yeah, so. yeah I'd see his reach. 6'10", bro. Uh, either way, that's a different pod. All right, let's wrap. Last, last topic. Where are we going bowling, Michael? Where oh, are we go. going you bowling? Know, you know what I'm about to say. All right, yeah. and I'll explain it. We're going to the Fiesta Bowl. I kind of touched on this. I think I might have touched on it a lot. Might have groped it earlier. Um, the Big Ten is going to be, has to be. I mean, it's not, it's not a, an opinion. It, they have to be in a New Year's Six Bowl. If Ohio State wins Saturday, when Ohio State wins Saturday, they can win by one, they can win by 100. It doesn't matter. They're going to be in the playoff. As long as they make the playoff, we are the Big Ten number one team. Stick us in wherever, Arizona. I don't know who. It doesn't matter. I think as long as USC beats Oregon, which they should. As long as USC beats Oregon, we should play USC in the Fiesta Bowl. That's my prediction. Yeah, so I, I didn't do my research when we potted earlier this week. You're right. I mean, the way these slots work, we're, we're based on the probability's got to be like 90% we get to the Fiesta. So um, now you already have me looking at flights to Arizona. Um, you, you suck me right in. I'll make sure Chelsea doesn't know where you're going. Um, I'll, I'll tell Sasha that, uh, I have a long lost cousin that I have to go, uh, go see. He needs emotional support. She's not allowed to come. She's 0 for 1. She's bad luck. She was clearly the reason why we lost that. I can't think of any other reason other than her. Yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't my wife and it wasn't my kid, but they're not going to come either. But yeah, Sasha's going to stay home. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I don't need her talking shit to USC people. Like they're. I don't like, I don't know a lot of USC people. Like I look at like Snoop Dogg and like, I don't know if you remember what Snoop Dogg was before Martha Stewart and like before all this other stuff, but like that dude was like killing people and like rapping about it. So like, I'd rather her not talk shit to people from USC. I can't deal with people from Michigan. What are they going to do? Nothing. But like USC people, like I'm not trying to deal with that shit. Yeah, I'm ready. My bags are packed. Can't wait to go to Arizona. Um, and we'll be talking about it this time next week. So until then, Michael, you got anything else? No. All right, bud. Well, as always, Elio. Elio, buddy. Say it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much, Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that, Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day, Elio. Awesome, Elio. Elio.
Thank you for listening to the LEO Podcast. Make sure to check us out and follow us on Twitter at Podcast LEO. Like our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash podcast LEO. And please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We are now on Spotify as well, so make sure you follow us there.